0: Avengers! Assemble. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Excelsior, the world's number one Marvel's Avengers podcast. I'm your director, Christian Buckley, joined, as always, by my co-host, the Apex legend, Jack Martin.
1: Excelsior, Christian. What a week it's been outside of Marvel batman still riding the high from that baseball's back Mm -hmm. uh new obi-wan kenobi trailer which Mm -hmm. i thought was never gonna happen like what there's so much happening right now
0: it feels great yeah and we have a word doc for this show right that has a very specific format to it and sometimes especially recent weeks there's maybe like one line of text for each thing and this week we got lines for everything so there is some marvel stuff and some avengers stuff in addition None of it may be as exciting as the Batman, you know, or uh, that Obi-Wan trailer. But there's, there's enough to fill a podcast for once. That's nice, isn't it? It It's, it's nice. I think uh, hopefully some weeks
1: in the future will be a little bit more robust. But yeah. mm-hmm. we do have some things to talk about. But uh,
0: before we do that, you like that Batman movie? I really did. I'm still thinking through th- my thoughts because it's quite dense it's a it's a big thick chunky stew of a movie and there are some things that i'm not sure how i feel about and there's some things that i loved so i very much enjoyed it i think it's maybe the best i think it's a better movie than far from home no way home whatever it's called sorry i don't know how you feel about that that's an interesting comparison
1: i loved this movie Mm -hmm. and no spoilers but um, I can see some issues that people had with this in terms of like the plot not being as maybe enticing as people were hoping for but I think it's my favorite take on the character that we've seen on screen I think Dark Knight's probably still a better movie but this is a world that I'd rather explore more sure. so than Christopher Nolan's universe which I adore still but man I loved every second of that movie and I want to see it again very soon as for if it's better than Noah home uh, I think it I think it probably is. I gave this a five on my letterbox. I don't mm-hmm. know what I gave Noah home. Could be also a five. Could be a four and a half. Um, but yeah, this is a movie I really want to revisit like instantly. And I'm very excited for the inevitable
0: future of sequels and stuff for this movie. Absolutely. And I think an interesting thing uh, that we can sort of build towards a segue is... Related to Batman, Gotham Knights, which is kind of like Marvel's Avengers, is (laughs) a superhero team video game where you're getting gear, you're going through a city, you're running missions, Uh, probably going to be closer to Arkham or Spider-Man, just multiplayer, as opposed to um, what Avengers is. But the gear itch could be scratched once again by a superhero game, you know, and that got a date finally. So that's October this year. And uh, I'm excited for that. I think you are, too. Yeah, so. dude. What it? I think uh, there were some rumors that maybe it was going to come out
1: in the summer, which would have been awesome. But oh, yeah, I think for Batman, Batman's an end of year kind of game, you know, like yeah. Batman's like a Halloween type of character. And uh, they did a good job with origins being a Christmas game. Like, it's just it's right to be at that time of year. And it's it's going to feel nice
0: to play. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be very refreshing after we continue this year with Marvel's Avengers, the other superhero co-op game that we got in our rotation right now. So why don't we get into Fury's Report and see what's new with the game. Uh, Surprise! Starting today, as of recording this, March 10th and running through the 14th, we got another double XP weekend for your characters. So, if you're done with Elden Ring, if you're busy with Destiny if you're playing something else in your backlog, now you have a reason to hop back into Avengers to get those Champion XP levels up for what we'll talk about later, maybe some future content for the game coming this year. So, uh, Forgot about Elden Ring. That's another thing that's going on. Exactly, yeah. There's too many things. I'm con-
1: convinced that people are masochists who like that game. Hey, you know what? <laughs> no comment. I'm, uh. I'm trying to get into it, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're taking a break from... Elden Ring. honestly i really feel like double xp should just be the standard at this point yeah man <laughs> like, just do it <laughs> there's literally nothing else going on just be like you know what we're begging you to play this game <laughs> just yeah get your
0: double xp because that's the other thing too like for the people who have been playing this game non-stop because there are people who are playing this game and are absolutely more hardcore about it than you and i are at this point mm-hmm. yes. um Those people are going to be super OP anyway by the time there's new content. So why not just let everybody get super OP, you know? Yeah. There
1: are people, I think we said this in the previous few weeks, there are people who are like champion level 300. Can't even comprehend that. Cannot. I'm like, I honestly don't even know the highest level. I'm at maybe 50. I honestly, that could be really high. Could be also like slightly low. I don't know. But it's not 300. (laughs) I think I'm like 13, dude. (laughs) Like, I'm 4. Yeah. I I really don't even know. It's, uh... I can't even imagine, like, how long that took.
0: Yeah. So, maybe you can get in this weekend. Maybe you can be not like me and level up your heroes when you say you're gonna for these double XP weekends. (laughs) Um, Because it's a good opportunity you know and we also have the cosmic threat event that is continuing on through this week so there is something new to direct your focus towards in the game rather than just aimlessly flying around and uh finding things to do so you got a couple things to keep you occupied in avengers as we continue waiting for the next roadmap or whatever content update is coming our way but uh more immediately if you got the money to spend if you got dollar bills burning holes in your digital crypto wallets what's in the marketplace this week jack
1: okay so a bit of a weird one this week not in terms of the outfits but in terms of the releasing of the outfits so this one makes more sense uh got a new spider-man outfit this is the uh beloved night monkey outfit from far far from home Uh, This is the black one, obviously, with like the goggles and like sort of the stealth suit. Very cool. looks great. That's only on PlayStation. That makes sense. What do you think about this one?
0: Uh, It's a fine suit. I've never felt that passionate about that specific suit or that joke in Far From Home, like some people do. But um, yeah, it's it's a good looking suit. You know, I like it. um, I swung around with that for a little bit in insomniac spider-man because that is one of the only very clean black suits that are that's in the game Mm. outside of uh in miles morales of course his iconic skins but yeah i I think it's a good addition to avengers but this is one that i i can confidently say i wouldn't buy yeah no
1: i hear you i don't think it's a purchase worthy skin for me i think i'm slightly more positive about the design overall maybe than you are I think the joke makes this suit, really. If he wasn't called Night Monkey in this suit, I don't know if I would like it as much. I think that's really funny. Appreciate the, especially the jail joke of the Netherlands guard saying Night Monkey. I think that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it looks clean, looks good, looks accurate. But that's not the only skin out and about this week. (laughs) So that's just for PlayStation players. And this skin is for... Everyone but PlayStation players, so Xbox and PC players. This is Black Widow's Age of Ultron outfit. I believe this is one that you've wanted for a while. This has like the blue, uh, like running up the sides of Black Widow. It's like neon almost, but like faint enough that it's not like distracting. Um, looks really cool. Her hair is like the saturation is kicked up to a hundred on this. Uh, looks good. This is coming out like I said, for Xbox and PC players this week and PlayStation players next week. Very confused when they announced that because they announced it in a tweet saying this is out for Xbox and PC players. It seemed like it was only for them. And then they had a uh, a follow-up tweet saying this will eventually come to PlayStation next week. So that's what's going on right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the suit looks solid for Black Widow. Um, I remember this leaked a while back as... I, bo- I think people thought it was going to be the um, the shipment skin for the month until we, we learned what that was very recently. But, yeah, I think it looks good. I do think the um, the hair... Was it that red in Age of Ultron, like the actual movie? I do not. I'm going to pull it up. Don't remember it being that red. Okay. Well, regardless, it's, it's a good quality-looking suit. I do like the touch of... Um, seeing the electric current go through her suit the way it does in that movie, because I feel like that's just adds an extra layer to uh, her look on screen. But again, I have my favorite Black Widow suit that I've ever seen, which is the white one from uh, the Black Widow solo film. So I'm good as well. Uh, Christian just pasted...
1: I just pasted the image of Black Widow from okay. Age of Ultron in the doc. It it was that red. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Huh. <laughs> and I don't think that's a doctored image. That's from, like, IndieWire. So I don't imagine they cranked up the saturation on that. It apparently was very red. I do not recall that. I don't either. I don't recall a lot about Age of Ultron, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Man, you and I had a flip on Age of Ultron when we first mm. did uh, Excelsior. With our MCU run, we enjoyed it more than Avengers Avengers One. I think both of us recently rewatched it and we're like, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Too many cons on that Pro and Con list, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's very true. It's
0: very there's a lot of distraction in that. Yeah. Well, to focus some distraction away from the avengers back to avengers from the devs we got some update updates not one of your best (laughs) It really wasn't i should have given up uh we got some changes coming to the game that they've detailed specifically something we talked about last week that we could not report on or discuss because um the the blog hit us with a fat 404 we have some buffs to talk about um there's an interview. We're not gonna go through everything, but on the Wartable blog, they have quotes from Alex Kende, who is their designer, here on the blog to give details about upcoming changes and goals and visions for hero gear, specifically the buffs and debuffs associated with it. So, specifically about buffs. Uh, a couple examples they give are melee and certain heroics are in a state where they are not enticing enough to engage most players in many combat systems. This is a combination of the threat of heavy damage from enemies in melee range, lack of perks that increase heavy damage, and the lack of easy status effect application for melee and the ease of ranged combat to do all of these things, which uh, I'm sure you relate to as an Iron Man main, right? You're mostly ranged all the time, right? Yeah i rarely punch as iron man i've been playing a lot of thor
1: recently and i'd Mm -hmm. probably consider myself more of a thor main at this point but yeah when i'm playing as iron man
0: no way am i on the ground that's interesting though because when i played thor i was also mostly ranged i love just fully charging the hammer throwing it pinning it and then doing like a lightning aoe in the area of where the hammer was and then if people charged me i would do a few punches but i feel like i I mostly played him ranged that's what i do as thor too yeah (laughs) feels great though yeah. what a combination oh yeah definitely uh so specifically discussing this they want to give a few fixes of things they could do they said the first steps to making this a more engaging area of combat will be to do a blanket update to many perks related to melee these updates include general percentage increases from perks buff duration increases and adding status attack types to signature attacks for Cape bishop and ms marvel This is by no means the full extent of the changes we are already taking steps to add in other melee focused perks and features. This is coupled with a huge influx of hero specific perks tied to hero gear, adding many offensive and defensive options. With these three examples may sound like a drop in the bucket compared to the scale of the gameplay, the range of adjustment is indeed vast. The small changes everywhere add up to large gains overall. Note also that this is only on the player side of hero mechanics. There are also factors around enemy composition, attack frequency, but that's a discussion for another day. So with the buffs and debuffs, they're trying to give players more of an incentive to the way they make their builds. That's what all the Greek means in translation. So we've talked about this plenty of times. You and I don't care about gear in this game, and I'm sure many other people don't as well. Um, There are some things... You know, like, I got an exotic belt on Thor that really, I think, made the Odin Force R2 charge regenerate super, super well. And then when I saw that perk, I never touched it again. But the Odin Force is mostly tied to range or buffing standard attacks. So, I don't really pay attention to anything I pick up in this game. And I think they're aware of that. So, hearing that, seeing the changes they're making to gear, do you see yourself in a position where down the line with this game we're getting more content hypothetically uh you try and focus builds around your preferred play style possibly um that's it to be seen i i think
1: this maybe is like the seed of gear 2.0 which i don't think is a thing anymore but it sounds like they're making tangible changes to gear so maybe in a year if this game is still going. Um there is a completely different gear system where I do have like, hey, I'm entering this area. I'm gonna put these armaments on um to protect against like cryo damage or whatever. And I'm entering this area to protect against whatever or to buff up whatever. Um, maybe, but right right now I don't see myself doing that. Uh, I am kinda like you, I've stuck with gear that has um the perks that i want but more specifically the attributes i want in terms of like precision and things like that Mm -hmm. um so unless i unless there's like a radical change then i'll probably be just doing the same thing i'm doing
0: yeah i'm in a similar boat as you where if there is a cool perk on my gear set i keep it but i mostly focused on the numbers of the specific like. uh I I never really paid attention to, like, might and stuff like that, which are the influencers for your numbers, but, like, melee, range, heroic, and defense are the main things I look at when I'm choosing new gear for the characters. I really don't get too in the weeds beyond that. Um, But if these changes are as massive as they're saying incrementally, then maybe I do start paying more attention, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I think... The reason this is interesting to me is more so a conversation about the game rather than the actual mechanics at this moment in time, because I don't think, and tell me if I'm off base here, I don't think you do these granular changes to the way your systems work in the game if you're intending on shuttering things. Because it also seems like they're talking about this stuff as if it's ready to be released in the near future.
1: No, I think you're right. I'd be very confused why they're doing all this for them to announce in a month. You know what? We're not going to be pursuing any future content. That'd be very strange. Like, why even do all these balancing uh, changes when you're planning on shutting your game down? So. i I think that's kind of off the table with everything they're working on um we are in march and that's a concerning sign that we haven't heard about the future of the year for this game sure uh like i said maybe at the beginning of the year i think you start ringing the alarm bells at the end of march if we don't hear anything and we're getting there um but at the same time they're they're doing all these changes and things um assumedly for uh, a, a bigger piece of content down the road that would be multiplayer focused and something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a good sign that they're making changes and it's not just the weekly skin drop and that's that's all they're doing. Like, they're actually changing things up for the better, supposedly, for this game. So that's, that's a sign, at the very least.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've I, I was real in in the depths from January first, I think, to maybe two weeks ago with this game in terms of my hopes for it. But now that we're getting a bit more information, even if it's something that's like not super critical to what us or maybe the community at large wants to hear about the game right now, we're all looking forward to the future. I I'm a bit more relaxed, and I might even push that panic button date to sometime in April because like what I said I don't think you make these changes as like a hey this is the last thing we did for the game play it as much as you want it's in a better state for you now I don't think that is what is going on here and at least on their side that's probably not the plan and never was because Stark Realities we got a new interview from the game's twitter celebrity notable leaker, community face, Miller, interview with Evan Narcisse, who was a narrative consultant on War for Wakanda. So in the Q&A interview, um, Miller was talking about the game's future and if uh, Evan had any involvement with other content we haven't seen yet. And his response was, quote, in terms of my future involvement, all I can say is there's stuff coming that I touched. I don't think it's been announced yet, so I really can't say anything more. But yeah, there's some very cool stuff coming from that game, end quote.
1: This is interesting. Honestly, I think this could be a thousand things. Yeah. Um, I think there's narrative content from this game that has just been cut and will never see the light of day. Uh, War Machine, for example. Uh, I believe they're working on his character and have since stopped and begun to focus on different things. Um. That's a very small example. Like I, I don't think that would be a very big story. It would probably be similar to like Spider-Man or something. But mm-hmm. that's an example of narrative uh, in a game. Um, but for someone like this, who was a consultant for their biggest expansion yet, I would imagine he probably worked on something similar to that uh, for the future. So, I mean, my mind goes to the uh, Captain Marvel expansion, the rumored or supposed Captain Marvel expansion um that's sort of where i go with this i think that is probably on the same level as war for wakanda so if he was doing stuff for that expansion i feel like it's somewhat safe to assume that maybe he would do some something for a future expansion um but yeah it's really impossible to know at this point
0: i also am curious uh because there was that rumor that the next character and I think it was like the next character before She-Hulk even, would be sort of an Echo character, the way we have Kate Bishop and Clint. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wondering if because he was a narrative consultant for War for Wakanda specifically, if that lends any credence to the theories people had that the Echo character would be an Echo of Black Panther, maybe. Mm. Like, uh, I'm with you. I think like Spider-Man's hero event could absolutely count as narrative that evan touched right so i i think in that paul tassi article when there was that rumor about like oh a female echo character is coming i i forget if it was like some uh, like anti-hero from wakanda comics or if people thought it would be shuri but i i think that is a possibility you know beyond just an expansion Sure. I'd also think it'd be a
1: terrible look. <laughs> sure. If in April or May, like Shuri is the new character. That is like such a that that'd be an even longer distance from it'd be like close to a year from Black Panther to Shuri, which is longer than um Hawkeye and Kate, which felt very long. Um mm-hmm. but I think that's that I mean anything's up for this game so it's certainly possible
0: yeah because then speak just going off of that too like the for the xbox and pc crowd the only new characters that would have been added to this game are two hawkeyes and two black panther characters Mm -hmm. essentially which again not great but i i didn't really believe it would be uh shuri i i was on the yelena camp and I still think she might show up as a an echo at some point, but
1: yeah. And uh, I also don't think Sherry makes sense narrative-wise because yeah. Black Panther is essentially an Avenger now, and in in the context of the game, and uh, Sherry is like taking over as Queen of Wakanda while uh, Black Panther's out doing Avenger business. So yeah, she's a vendor, isn't she? In the she's game? A, mm, I don't know. Or like if a she's quest a... giver or something? I don't know
0: i forget yeah i don't know well uh between what we were talking about with the buffs and debuffs and changes like that and this quote do you think do you feel any more hopeful i guess about the scope of what we could be getting this year
1: i've been pretty steady with what i'm expecting kind of think we're gonna get less than we did last year Hmm. given that we haven't heard anything and it's almost april um i think we get the expansion still i think we get she hulk maybe another character at the end of
0: the year and that's probably it. It's kind of that's kind of where
1: I'm at right now. What about you?
0: Um considering I expected nothing 2 weeks ago, I'm in a better spot. So, I've gone up. But I'm probably around the same level as you of like expectations for the year. I don't think we're going to have a ton still holding on hope for like some new type of mode whether it's a horde mode or like a um like a a roguelike gauntlet type thing or literally anything that would be fresh and a new way to play the game. Um, Cause I I think that's attainable and would still qualify as like less than last year. But I think Horde mode would be so good. Yeah, dude. Like literally just let
1: me play this game unfeathered, just completely unlimited mode Mm -hmm. of just me listening to a podcast and
0: doing nothing. That'd be awesome and agents of excelsior listening you could say christian the harm room is a horde mode isn't it no it's a boring horde mode <laughs> that's yeah, what
1: you, it is you only fighting robots in a closet for 10 hours no thanks
0: yeah so fingers crossed hopefully uh with the probably two more episodes we have to record this month maybe three i don't know how the calendar works this month uh maybe we have some news maybe we have a new roadmap we'll wait and see but meanwhile, we do have some new things to look forward to uh, in the near future, in the far future, and a thing from the past to be excited about. I would like to start with the immediate future. We got some more Moon Knight stuff. There is a trailer out that we're not going to be talking about because I didn't watch it, you didn't watch it, right? No. Um, I think we mentioned uh, before the show, we both saw the first one second of this trailer multiple times. Yes. We get to see Oscar Isaac in i think a bar just turn around and the moon knight outfit envelops him it's a really cool effect i think i like it a lot yeah it looks looks really good Mm -hmm. so there was also posters which i did look at intensely we got three posters
1: yeah i'm just looking at them right now for the first Mm -hmm. time i think these are great uh they show off moon knight himself the bit in his big costume looks great They show Oscar Isaac as one of his personalities in a hoodie. Doesn't look that great. (laughs) Looks weirdly posed. Um, And then they show. I believe this is Mister Knight. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what this dude sounds like. Like he seems like a. uh... Oh, um, who's the guy in uh, My Hero Academia? Who um, he has like multiple personality? Or is it? Yeah, that's what he. He's like split. He can, oh, like, make copies I, of himself. I totally forget. Um, that's who, I, I picture that dude's voice,
0: who's, okay. like, really, uh,
1: is it just copy? It's I'm
0: imagining, name. like, a Cockney accent for Mr. Knight.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, it, something really silly. Yeah. Um, He's gonna say, oi! Yeah, I, I. You bloke! <laughs> that's who I kind of picture. Yeah. Uh, oh, Twice is the guy's name. Uh, okay, right. That right. Twice, twice, twice's, um, like, silly voice is what I picture for Mr. Net, uh, for Mister Knight. Don't know if okay. that's going to be the case, but that's mm-hmm. what I got in my head.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm curious, because we know Oscar Isaac for... Uh, Steven is the personality they introduced us to in the trailer, is doing, like, a, a bad British accent that he's, like, doing purposefully, mm-hmm. because that's not who he actually is, you know? I think that's a cool touch, but yeah I, I i do think that we'll probably get distinct voices for some of them i hope that one of them isn't just like modulated with a effect but i'm sure one of them will this is in 20 days
1: from the time yeah. we're recording this that's wild yeah, dude yeah i'm excited what's the last mcu thing we got hawkeye oh yeah bad taste in my mouth me personally
0: yeah. um
1: so man yeah hopefully this is very refreshing
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i um am very excited i'm ready and i, I really do hope that moon knight lands because ever since it was like rumored a few years ago i like it's a character i don't have much familiarity with but i think there's so much potential and i really do hope they live up to it especially now that they got parental controls maybe moon knight has some some things that'll get it blocked out of some kids accounts you know fingers crossed
1: yeah i do too and also i think disney plus has really only nailed one uh, mcu show and like a couple other like solid outings Mm -hmm. but i i would like for this one to be the second like oh yeah the mcu can exist very nicely on disney plus so i hope that
0: does that for this for this cinematic universe Fingers crossed. I just want it to be weird. I really... I want it to be... Like, not WandaVision weird, but, like... Just different. Y- yeah. You know? Like, WandaVision, I think, had that sort of, like... Um, everything's too clean sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we're hiding something. Like, that vibe, right? I want this to be, like... I I, I can't even really describe it. Just, like, something, like, something you'd see that's like a a book cover at scholastic that you're like mm. i don't want to know what that is you know like if that's the vibe they can pull off I, i'd i be very happy what about did they ever bring those videos into your classroom like a
1: day or two before the scholastic book fair and it'd be like trailers for books no yeah we got trailers for books that's that is the wildest thing i've ever heard yeah we they would do like i don't know um just little trailers of and it would get me really hyped for the books because i'm like oh mm-hmm. that's like a
0: movie and then obviously it's not a movie of course i'm not gonna read it mm-hmm. i have a better descriptor of the vibe maybe okay you know how early spongebob sometimes they cut to, cut to something that's like this is disturbing yep mm-hmm like obviously like i don't want moon knight to normally be spongebob and then have that weird element to it i want like the the show to be dark daredevil-esque netflix-esque perhaps and then we have those cut to weird moments that really just elevate it if that makes sense yeah unnerving Yeah, yeah yeah gotcha like what doctor strange tries to do in the first movie but i think multiverse might have more of if that makes sense i think nosferatu would fit very nicely yeah that's, <laughs> what I was <laughs> that's exactly what i had in mind cool so yeah great posters excited to get back to doing a weekly review for uh the mcu agreed we know the one we will be able to be doing after that because moon knight is running i think straight to dr strange in the multiverse of madness and then we got a couple weeks to go Following that, we will get the premiere of Ms. Marvel in June, according to Disney Investors Day, which happened yesterday as a recording. That's the news. We got another piece to this in a second, but Ms. Marvel in June, is that when you expected it? Are you happy it's this soon? No, I didn't... Well, I'm not unhappy. (laughs) I know. I was like, damn,
1: okay. (laughs) This is good. Um, I I am, in fact, pleased that this is early. I, I was not expecting it, is what I was referring to, because i believe this was like shelved until the end of the year uh at least that's what people were saying at first so Mm. i was kind of surprised that in fact you told me about this before the recording because i have the word marvel muted (laughs) on twitter i'm full avoiding dr strange uh rumors and leaks and things like that so Mm -hmm. uh you can probably understand why I didn't see this Ms. Marvel news uh beforehand. So yeah, very surprised that this is in June, but uh yeah, man, we're we're getting three things back to back to back. That's it might be a lot, but I'm I'm interested to see this one.
0: Yeah. Technically four things, because I believe True. Thor Love and Thunder would be happening right after as well. Yep, that's right. And then after that, we learned we'll be getting She Hulk. So, She-Hulk is the next MCU Disney Plus show hitting after Ms. Marvel. So, maybe August or September, early fall show. We'll be getting that legal drama from She-Hulk. Man, we
1: are really kind of getting hit over the head, yeah, with content in the next in the next few months. That's mm-hmm. all.
0: Yeah. So, really, all that remains is the holiday season, and. Unless anything changes, I believe we got, what, Black Wakanda Panther? Forever, yeah. and there's another show, isn't there? Um, hmm. I know
1: Black Panther is November 11th, I believe, Skyrim mm-hmm. Day. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, it, honestly, at this point, it's very hard to remember everything coming out <laughs> uh, in a year, because there's 10 or more, as there was last year i don't remember there could be there could be five more shows that i'm missing
0: yeah dude i i think that's, that's a possibility of that um i'll get back i, to you I on think that. i i just did a very brief search the first thing tells me that uh thor love and thunder and then she hulk and then Wakanda forever and that's it unless they got another show in the chamber for late this year that we don't know about yet um that is probably what we're looking at gotcha okay um i don't know if you got a chance to look at this but she hulk's look has leaked did you see it um i briefly saw it i was
1: curious what that was i thought it was uh she hulk and the avengers but this is she hulk on disney plus can you want to share how that was
0: leaked yeah so it as most things do it leaked through merch and the merch was a thermos i think yeah i think it was like a cup or something yeah so via a cup we we get (laughs) to see uh tatiana maslani as jennifer walters she hulk and uh, i i think there's also like another piece of merch that has like the half face of half is she hulk and half is jen walters so. so i'm looking
1: it up right now it is it was a thermos Mm. which i was i believe it was the brand name thermos um Damn. yeah we have her posing smiling uh pumping her fist and then yeah we have her smiling as a lawyer uh split with smiling as a as she hulk uh very different from hulk who is very angry she seems mm-hmm. very nice I, didn't, I know nothing about the character. She seems quite
0: nice. So, from my familiarity with She Hulk, she's got full control. Like, Professor Hulk level out the gate, from my understanding. Mm. So, she, I think, like, I've seen comic panels of her as, like, hulked out in a courtroom in a suit, like, right. presenting a case. So, I don't know when we're meeting her in relation to when she has her powers in the show but i i think it's going to be a um honestly you know what kind of tone i'm expecting out of this what's that like psych almost oh, like a light-hearted yeah. lawyer detective show like not jessica jones super dour not anything like law and order like it's gonna be like one of those fun sort of detective shows or not detective shows, but like courtroom drama, legal stuff. Mm-hmm. I think.
1: Yeah. You made me way more excited. If that is actually the case, I love psych psych is amazing. Yeah. So this would be really cool. Um, and that would make sense for her character to be like that. Given that assuming that Hulk gives her that power or it, there's a mistake somehow with her assisting him or something like that. Um, you would expect that hulk has the formula down at this point to be like no 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 you don't need to go through what i did like Mm -hmm. you know i i have i have it down pat now so you can be in control so that makes sense
0: yeah so we know we're going to be getting uh mark ruffalo in that show we know we're going to be getting the passing of the torch and now we have a first look at what to expect out of she hulk in her show um Speaking of cameos, though, there was a cameo that we almost got back in September of 2021 in the film Shang-Chi, and oh boy, this would have been a moment, I think. Um, So, some concept art came out from the production of Shang-Chi, and in the concept art, we get the, uh, the cage arena from uh his sister's club that she runs that we visit uh like early in the film where we see abomination fighting in the arena so the concept art doesn't feature abomination it features what looks like proxima midnight so you and i discuss is probably this is just a placeholder for the art but also her opponent deadpool
1: yeah, this is kind of crazy to see because obviously yeah. Disney owns Fox now and Deadpool's happening. But I don't I think they're working on it. I actually don't know the status of that. Um, I don't know how it felt about this happening in Shang-Chi. That seems kind of out mm-hmm.
0: of place. Sure. I, I think... I, I mean... I feel like Abomination was also yes. super out of place, but at least like Abomination was like introduced in the MCU already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think with Deadpool, he has that wiggle room where he could just show up, and if he just looks up, he's like, "Hey, deal with it," or something. You know, like I'm not explaining this. I'm just here.
1: Yeah, I suppose you're right. He's not. He, obviously, he's not a very serious character, and he's very fourth wall breaking. So he would certainly have a line like that. Yeah. Um, there is. Somewhat of a weight to the importance of his character, though, given how successful his movies are. So, I think I don't even know how he's going to show up. It probably will be in like a post credit or something. Mm -hmm. But I hope they treat it well, because yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird transition
0: once those characters start coming in. I agree, and the thing is, like, I'm with you. Like Deadpool, I think is as a face of the superhero film machine over the last decade i think he's a prominent and important one because he proved rated r superhero stuff can work um so i'm with you i think his introduction should be not like on a pedestal or something but i think it should be like a good moment and i'm trying to decide in my head right now if him showing up randomly with a fun joke in a movie versus him being introduced in a post-credit scene what what's better for his character i don't know yeah i don't know
1: i i think the scene we got was befitting of abomination because who the hell cares um and he's coming back i think Mm -hmm. but i think if you had a deadpool end credit scene That's got to be one of the better end credit scenes in the MCU, I imagine. So I think that's probably where we get him. I feel like I'm going to make this bet right now. This is a dumb, probably really easy bet. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting him at the end of Doctor Strange. I think you're right. Yeah, like that's not even, I don't even think that's that crazy to think about. I think Mm -hmm. if we got Professor X in that movie, I think it's somewhat safe to think. That we get a Deadpool teaser at the end? Could
0: could a movie be bumped up to rated R because of a post-credit scene? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a guess of what could happen. All right, what do you think? So I think I've said this to you before, but we're getting close to Multiverse of Madness, and I haven't talked about Deadpool with you on the show for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, my theory for the longest time... And remaining still to this day is that he will show up in Doctor Strange he'll come through a portal and because of its Deadpool and multiverse shenanigans uh he wants to be an important dude here right he wants to be well-liked and a face of the MCU so he will hunt down uh, Hugh Jackman in the Marvel Universe the actor Hugh Jackman thinking he's actually Wolverine and murder him so that way wolverine can't be the face of the x-men in the mcu wow not knowing that he's not killing wolverine he's just killing an actor that'd be hilarious yeah i think you could something do, like that i think you could do that without gratuitous violence <laughs> you could but it'd be real funny to just watch hugh jackman's face get blown off by Deadpool. <laughs> it would it would and i think uh
1: um what's his name the dude from who played quicksilver evan peter everton peters mm-hmm. he yeah. uh he with his character they sort of set that precedent of like people lookalikes just exist as variants mm-hmm. i suppose So mm-hmm. hugh jackman could theoretically just be like a wolverine uh variant or just straight up hugh jackman so that'd be pretty yeah. funny
0: yeah because like I also think it'd be very fun because Sam Raimi loves the the cheesy over the top gore stuff that looks bad but like it's fun. Mm-hmm. I think you have a field day with the Deadpool scene, so I feel like it's inevitable. You're right. That'd be good. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on how they introduce them? Um, I don't know, like in the the particulars, mm-hmm.
1: but I don't know. They're gonna get a fourth wall breaking joke. In fact, I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a big grand scheme of things. I think that. We'll probably uh have a reference to him in multiverse of madness um and they'll say deadpool will return in deadpool 3
0: yeah because i did i did see ryan reynolds have another quote about deadpool recently um because i remember a couple weeks ago we said that he'd have a, a big info dump on deadpool 3 in the next couple months um I think recently, because he's doing a promo for The Atom Project, which is that new Netflix film, um, he said that he would like to try and get, I believe, Sean Levy, the director of both Free Guy and The Atom Project, to direct Deadpool 3 for Marvel. Because uh, apparently the bros. Okay. So. Who did Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2? Deadpool 1, I entirely forget but deadpool 2 i think was reuben flesher who did uh the venom movies and uncharted really i think okay i De- pretty sure i'm, I'm pulling up letterboxd deadpool one was tim miller which makes lots of sense okay. yep
1: um deadpool 2 i'm surprised he didn't do
0: david leach leach yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, that's right. Okay, that... Yes. I don't remember there. Uh, David Leitch is doing that new Brad Pitt film, Bullet Train. Yeah. He looks like he also did
1: Hobbs and Shaw. And Great time. Atomic <laughs> Blonde. Yeah, that seems like a fun, dumb one.
0: Yeah. Never it's seen just, any of those. Honestly, I mean, I think Fast Five is genuinely good. But uh, this one, it's... it's an hour and a half of jason statham the rock uh telling each other that their dick is small and uh idris elba is a great hammed up villain and then wwe superstar roman reigns shows up in the end to help the rock defend their home so that's
1: that's pretty great yeah it's pretty great (laughs) okay so yeah i don't think either of those
0: guys are gonna come back to direct so sure There was another thing I saw rumbling around about a specific cameo that could be happening in Moon Knight. I don't know if you heard anything about this, but if you haven't and you don't want to hear it, we can just wrap up the show. Um, let's just wrap it up. I I okay. think uh, we should stick keep keep the surprises. Sure, I I think that is fair. So that at least the the potential of a some kind of cameo new or old might be happening in moon Knight. there you go listeners i'm sure you can find it if you uh, are super curious about it but that's it for this week we got through all that real fast jack <laughs> yeah nice little breezy one mm-hmm. uh, until next week and hopefully some more avengers information where can the agents of excelsior find you you can find me on twitter at fascinated jack You'll probably see me tweeting
1: about my happiness of baseball returning, Mm -hmm. Um, post-Batman thoughts. I want to see it again. I want to see it again. I don't... There's been so many, like, mixed, not in terms of, like, bad or good, but, like, people either love it, like myself, or just kind of like it, which I was very surprised about. Um, I'm curious to see if those opinions alter my view of the movie on a
0: second rewatch um, but might be tweeting about that stuff. What about you, Christian? Sure. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at chun2d2, as well as youtube.com slash joyclicks for the video version of Excelsior and some other videos throughout the weeks. Uh, you can find the show available on your favorite podcast service like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just look up Excelsior, Avengers Game Podcast, or Joyclicks, and you will find it. Rating and reviewing takes a quick second and helps us show out a ton. So if you can do so and you haven't done it yet, we would appreciate it if you did. It helps us find more audience members, helps us grow the Agents of Excelsior. And if you want to support the shows, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash joyclicks at the $1 and $5 tiers. Five bucks will give you producer credit on every show we produce, like Aaron Eason and Jose Garcia. So thank you very much. And that is it for another week of Excelsior. We'll be back next week with a, a, a closing timeline between now and the beginning of Moon Knight, and hopefully some, some semblance of a roadmap for Avengers. But we'll wait and see. And until then, Excelsior. Excelsior.